so my kids, who well, I'm blessed to be a mom to my two teenagers, walked in a little bit late. <laughs> my two sweet kids. Um, just being a mom for 18 years now has blessed me. I have two of the sweetest, smartest kids that I know, and I love being their mom more than anything in life. And seeing them experience new things in life, new seasons, and sharing it all with, with Clint is challenging, but so much fun. And I'm extremely proud of you guys. I loved it. Tracy this morning had posted on our women's group, and she was posting where I had posted some things about being a mom, and she had posted about her son driving out of the driveway, <laughs> which that is a scary experience, but it's also exciting because they're you know, going into a whole new season. So it's so, all the seasons are so fun. Um, you know, you think having a baby when they first laugh is so fun. And when they first start to, your kids first start to read or when they first start, you know, maybe to go to school or, um, you know, really show their personalities. All the seasons are so fun. Um, but it's just so great to be a mom. Um, I also uh, speak with experience about being a mom because I'm the youngest daughter to a very, very strong, independent, outgoing mom. Um, she was mostly a single mom raising me, and I'm just so blessed that she is my mom. Um, she's probably not watching because she's probably one of the only 100 people in the country that doesn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But I still love her, and I'm so thankful that she instilled um, that independence in me and those qualities in me and my sister. Um, she's just an amazing mom. And then, of course, to all the single moms out there, I have such a heart for single moms. Um, when Clint shares about who do you love, it's single moms to me. Um, they are just my heroes, and I know... I know a lot of moms, like Lauren, when her husband is working all the time, or my friends, I have a lot of military friends, their husbands are off for you know, several months. Um, it's almost like they are a single mom. So my heart goes out to them. I'm, just, I'm such a fan of single moms and how they are able to raise their kids, and especially amazing ones that we have in our church that are sharing you know, this message with them. They're sharing the gospel with them. Um, they are just sharing the love of God with them, and so I just love single moms. Um, so to all my single moms out there, you are superheroes, and my heart and prayers go out to you. I pray you're getting some rest today. You're enjoying some time with your family. Do not, um, you know, beat yourself up if there's a mess in the house. Just leave it and enjoy your day. Leave the dishes to pile up and put the kids to bed early and enjoy some time to yourself. Um, when I was preparing for this message, which I don't really, you know, all I could thought to do, think to do was to pray and hopefully God would give me something to, to share. But the first thing that I actually did um, is I posted on Facebook <laughs> in my women's group. And, you know, I just put it out there. What, did, what does it look like for you to have a relationship with your kids or with your mom or being a mom? 
um, with sharing the love of God in their relationships. And um, the scripture that came to mind to me there is Proverbs 31, 26. And it says, she opens her mouth with wisdom. And this is, of course, all about moms. Um, she opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So that's a powerful scripture. But the first person that posted um, in the post that I, that I put up was Blake, and she's not here today. Her family uh, is in town, and they're staying at home. She still has a little one, but I really wanted to share what she wrote. Um, it was just really sweet. So she um, said... I would say the biggest thing in motherhood for me is giving my family to God. She said, I tend to lean on him for everything, but I thought raising my kids was all on me. And it's not been until the last year and a half that I realized and gave that to him, what I was holding on to, doing it by myself. Anyway, the scripture that comes always to mind is Psalm 113, 9 about making the Lord, about the Lord making us to be joyful mother of children. I think there is so much there and that we often believe a lie somewhere along the way that being a mother has to be stressful and exhausting, but it just doesn't. And if you guys know Blake, she, she's like super mom. Um, she's just always so very peaceful and calm and she always is hearing God, like she follows God on accident. And um, oh, I was going to read that scripture. Yeah. He gives the unfertile woman a family, making her a happy mother of children. Give praise to the Lord. But um, yeah, Blake's amazing. And I have to agree with her that we can choose to lean into the love of God and our relationship with him, or we can kind of do it on our own. And for me, <laughs> you know, there's always moments I think, I think moment by moment, situation by situation, season by season, we almost have to make those, um, that choice to lean into him and, and giving our relationships, our kids, to him um, and praying about each situation. A lot of times, if I hadn't done that, and, or if Clint hadn't done that, um, because I am blessed enough to have a husband that I feel like he fills in the gaps where I don't have them. Um, but when I don't lean into the grace of God for leading them and guiding them, I definitely feel like, <laughs> okay, I messed that one up. You know, I, you know, might blow off, blow up at them or yell at them or, you know, just not handle the situation right. And thankfully the kids and I and, and Clint, we have a pretty open relationship. They, you know, accept our apologies when we don't do it right, and we do the same for them. So just knowing that God's goodness opens up our hearts to trust him and trust the lives of our children with, with him too. Um, so the other one that was shared on there, my friend Laura Edge, who's not here. She was here last weekend. But um, she wrote, I learned as a mother that praying in the spirit in front of you with your children opens their hearts and minds to receive the spirit without fear at a very young age. Uh, she said, my, my youngest child began to actually sing in tongues when she was three years old, 
And when I asked her why she was singing that way, she said, it makes me feel good and it makes me want to do what God wants me to do. And the scripture that she gave was 1 Corinthians 14.4. Um, it says, he who makes use of tongues may do good to himself, but he who gives the prophet's word does good to the church. Um, I, love, I wanted to share that with, with all of you guys because I feel like sometimes we don't um, give enough emphasis on praying in the spirit. Um, I know personally, I feel like myself, I need to do that more in front of my kids. It's something that I definitely lean into when, when needed. And I think both my kids have prayed in the spirit before and actually when they, you know, when, if they get sick or something that that's probably when they would pray in the spirit. But I just want to encourage each one of you guys, including myself, to be bolder in our prayers, even in just regular praying moments. Um, teach them to pray, lead them, guide them um, to pray at a really young age. And sometimes I think we make praying just weird and uncomfortable. And I just want to get rid of that and, and just teach our kids at a, at a young age, if possible, or, you know, anytime, that praying does not have to be weird, that it can just be, you know, what we go to to find our peace. Amen. So, amen. So I'm going to bring up my friend Andrea real quick. So the reason I thought to bring up Andrea is because I absolutely love the relationship that her and Elena have. Um, I don't know, Elena's such a special little girl, and she's just so sweet. Like, she has the sweetest heart. And, um, and also, Andrea, you know, she's one of our kids' church teachers. Actually, um, Blake and Andrea are both kids' church teachers. Lauren also that I'm going to bring up. Um, this is who is helping raise your kids. Like, when you come to church, she's, she's just amazing. And she's a teacher and a single mom, so, you know, amazing. So happy Mother's Day. We love you. We're excited to hear from you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you posted the question, what does it mean to you to be a mom? So I'm just going to respond to that. Um, what does motherhood mean to you or how have you been impacted by motherhood? And I shared on the post um, about my grandmother and how um, I just sat and I thought about how accepting she is. It doesn't matter to her, you know, she's not concerned with your decisions and things like that. I mean, she is, but you just feel the acceptance, you know, just fully unconditional, unconditional acceptance. She just loves your presence, you know, and it's refreshing. And so I shared on the post that I hope that Elena feels that for me, my daughter, and any children, more children that I have, and, and even people around me in general. Um, I feel like that's the spirit of a mother to just show uncondition, unconditional acceptance. And um, it's just so, it's, it's just like God. It's just like God, you know. Our sins and our iniquities, he remembers no more, you know. And it just frees you to just love and just see people. And um, I remember hearing people, hearing a, a motivational speaker say, you know, see people as a 10, 
see a 10 on everybody and, you know, treat them that way. <laughs> and I couldn't do that. You know, on a good day, I could halfway do it. Because <laughs> I had so much condemnation for myself and so much judgment for myself. But then when I learned about the grace of God and how he has forgiven us and he fully accepts us in Jesus, it became easier to do that. And so, yeah. So did you have any other Yeah, the other thing was, how are you... Um, raising Elena in God's love? Like, what are some of the thing, specific things that you do with her? So we, I try my best to do communion every day <laughs> with her. I try not to make it all ritual and religious, but I know, like, the essence of it is making her feel unconditionally loved. Um, her middle name is love. <laughs> oh. So, I, like, before she came along, I never knew God loved us that much. And um, I began to learn about God's love, um, I don't know, around the time I was pregnant with her. And I just, um, I remember, I'm sharing. That's right. <laughs> I'm about to sit on the sofa. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember being in counseling with my pastor from the church I grew up with. And I remember just telling him, I was like, man, you know, God really loves me if I just get everything wrong, he loves me, period. If I get Amen. everything right, it doesn't, it doesn't affect him. His love is unconditional, you know? Um, so, yeah, I named her love. Because <laughs> I was like, God, this is amazing. So, um, yeah, but I just, I want her to be showered with God's love all the time. I want her to, you know, what the love, the revelation of God's love, I'm seeking to get. I want it to be where she just walks on and just dances on. <laughs> so, you know, I try to commune with her and, you know, let her know that, you know, you're forgiven and your sins and your iniquities, he remembers no more. You know, when I put her to bed at, at night, I, I hug her and I remind her that, you know, because of Jesus, you have no more sins. Tissue. And, uh, yeah. Just want her to know and um that uh, she's loved. Thank you. And uh what else do I say over you, Elena, every night? Your scriptures, you got four. One of them is um Elena grows in wisdom. She always helps me with this one. Elena grows in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. What else? Can um, we bring you up? Yeah, come here. <laughs> I'm saying. Right. Uh, he has your scriptures up there, too. Oh, he does? Okay, cool. What scriptures do, do I say over you? Uh, and Jesus was increasing in wisdom. Uh, oh, that's a different version. Uh, I just say, Elena grows in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Um, God's perfect love casts out all fear. Um, what else? My brain. <laughs> First John 4. 18. First John 4. And see, um, God's perfect love casts out all fear. God causes his breath to enter into you and you live. Um, and one more. What's the other one? <laughs> Help your mommy. <laughs> Yep, Ezekiel 37, 5 with the asthma. <laughs> and 
it's another one. It'll come to me. But yeah, just pray over her and plead the blood of Jesus. Yeah, the blood covenant. Awesome. That'll be real in her life. So thank you so much. We love you. So Lauren, come on up. Come on down. So for those of you that don't know Lauren or on a, aren't on Facebook like my mom, she she's so fun. She's such a fun mom. Isn't she a fun mom? <laughs> she does these fun dinner parties and they're all themed and she's homeschooling the girls and she's just you're amazing. Thank you. And she's an amazing teacher in the kids' church too. So Thank I'm you. so thankful for her. Um so I actually been off Facebook for a little while, so I didn't really answer in the post or ever. So Sarah texted me uh, it was yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> that I wanted to share. And I said, sure, actually, I had something on my heart that I wanted to share um, on Sunday night um, for this week. But um, I'm going to add to it about, you know, being a mom and things like that. Um, and I could probably write a book with all the things that I've learned from my mom. <laughs> probably a novel. She talks a lot, so that's probably why. She's probably watching. And she's probably watching, she's probably mom, watching, if you're watching. So happy, you. happy Mother's happy Day. Mother's Day. <laughs> thank you for raising such an amazing daughter. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, but I had to kind of narrow it down to two, I was narrowing it down to two things that she always said to me and my brother growing up. And um, one was... Um, you have a good head on your shoulders. <laughs> and two, you don't really belong to us. Um, and mm -hmm. I was, um, when I was young, she said that to me. I, I'm going to go expound on that a little bit. When I was uh, a, a kid, she said that, you know, you don't really belong to us. And I'm like, am I adopted? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. This is so weird. Um, but uh, she's like, no, you know, God entrusted you to our care. You, you really, you belong to the Lord. And we are to raise you and be stewards over you in your life and raise you um, to know the Lord and to always point you to Jesus um, because there will be a day that we won't be there. But God will always be there. Mm, that's good. And, um, you know, she used to sing the song. Um, it's a Sandy Patty song. And if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you know who Sandy Patty is. She was like a fan of her. And so she always was singing her songs. But she sung this song to me at night called um, Cradle Song. And... Um, the part that would always kind of make me tear up a little bit and cry was the second verse. And um, it said, our eyes are filled with dreaming. We want so much for you, but we might fail you often before your life is through. Only your heavenly father can hear your every prayer. And when we are just a memory, your Lord will still be there. And it's how my mom has always raised us. Um, she was never, thank you, um, 
you know, controlling or, you know, you do this, you should do that. Um, she always let us make our own choices and make our own mistakes um, as we got older. Because I think as, as parents, you know, we, we hold our children's hand, you know, when they're young and we help them walk and we slowly, it's a progression of, of letting them go. As they get older, you kind of, you let them go and you let them walk and she said, you, you're gonna stand on your own two feet one day. And um, you become an adult, I'm not your parent anymore. You know, I'm not there to tell you what to do, but God is there. He's always there. He's in you, and he's always leading you and guiding you. And um, she's always shown me such unconditional love. I've made so many mistakes, especially in my teenage years, and she's seen me at my worst. And has loved me despite all that. She just always welcomed me back home into her arms. Thank you. And even in those teenage years and when I was making those bad decisions, she would say, you have a good head on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself, you must be crazy, lady, because I, do you know what I did yesterday? <laughs> but um, she was always inspiring me and just telling me, and, and, and even if she didn't see it in the natural, because she knew, um, she knew what I was doing, but um, even if she didn't see it in the natural, she was speaking into the supernatural, and she said, I know who you are, I know who, your identity, I can see into your heart, and... Um, I know that you're going to make the right choice, the right decision, um, no matter what happens. And um, when I can't be there, I know that God's going to be there. And, um, and I try to, you know, teach that to my girls. Like when they go to bed at night, I'm going to leave the room, but Jesus is always here with you. You know, his angels are here watching over you. There's nothing to be afraid of. Um, as Andrea said, perfect love, you know, casts out fear and just always instilling that into them as much as I can. Um, because there are going to be times in my adult life and even just last Sunday where I'm going to, I falter and I get a, a fear and anxiety come in. Um, and that just happened last Sunday night. And this is what I wanted to share as well. But this is how that my mom's faith and love has, you know, gone beyond this. Um, and I was just hearing stories of, you know, all these people struggling right now and um, our freedoms being infringed upon and things like that and not being able to, you know, make our own decisions and things like that, people controlling our decisions right now. And um, I just got so angry and frustrated, and I started to panic. I had a little, I would say, minor panic attack last Sunday. And um, my husband was there in the room, and he you know, watched the whole thing, and kind of like one of those, those PTSD dogs. <laughs> you know, with like a, those veterans have like a, 
a moment of, of panic come over them and the dog comes and, you know, calms them down. Well, you know, Ryan comes over to me, he comes to my side and, and he just stands there. And, and as I, I was just panicking a little bit and I, I fell and, onto the bed because I was sitting, we we're sitting in our room and um, <laughs> my mom's texting me right now. <laughs> Hi mom, I see you too. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> She's like, God. <laughs> um, um, let me scroll down. And then I, um, I collapsed on the bed, and I just wept for just the world, just my friends and family and everybody that what you're experiencing and things like that. And Ryan hovered over me, and he started praying over me, and I just cried, and I just stopped crying. And um, I, I just felt the presence of the Lord just like sitting right there on the bed with us in our midst. And um, it was as if he started just talking and speaking through me at that moment. And this is what came out of my mouth, and this is what he said to both of us. Um, and I tried to write it down and remember it as best I could. And he said, Oh, Dear child, why did you doubt? You looked to the wind and the waves, but did you not know that I am Lord over the storm? Hmm. That I would catch you up and not let you drown? You are above the waves and not beneath. I am upholding you both with my righteous right hand, and I will not let you fall. Give me your burdens, for they are not yours to carry. Do not allow the cares of this world to bring you down, and let me carry you through. And I just really feel like I needed to share that with everyone here, because I know there's people that need to hear that. Um, and that's... Basically, you know, what I try to do as a mom is try to encourage, you know, my, my daughters and just remember, you know, the words of Jesus and the things that my mom has said um, to me in, in our journey. And, and her and I are just, we're just really close. Um, and I just pray that as my girls grow that, and I let them go and be adults and stand on their own two feet, that you know, we're going to still have that great relationship. So, um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with, with Clint and I not being raised as Christians, <laughs> I, lo I love hearing stories like that, and I love, I love the Gather Moms group that we have. Um, because I've learned so much from my other mom friends, even if their kids are younger than mine, or like Tracy has Caitlin that, you know, I ask her questions and I ask Janine questions, um, ones that have already done it with their children, you know, gone through situations. And so it's just so important that we have a community um, that we're op that we open our hearts to the people around us and a asking advice, um, asking for prayer, 
because like I said, Clint and I weren't raised in a Christian environment. And so what we're trying to do with our kids, I mean, a lot of this stuff, like we never even did that with our kids, with them growing up, even though we were in church because that's just not what we knew. Um, I, you know, we're still, of course, sharing the love of God and having conversations and things. But, um, you know, I feel like we need each other um, as family, and we need to spend that time with God and learn about his goodness and his love just to share that basic principle with our kids is like the most important thing that we can do. And so um, just to kind of finish up my thoughts of what I wrote down, and this is this part that I'm going to read is actually what God clearly gave me, and I just typed it all out, and I'm like, okay, this is it, but I do not have it memorized, so please forgive that I'm going to read it. Um, But when I think of God, I think of a loving, powerful, forgiving Father. He is good and only good. And just on a side note, when I first met Clint, and he um, had just started going to this amazing church, and he brought me there. When I met met Clint, I was a mess, a hot mess, Um, you know, drinking and doing drugs and just lost Um, looking for a father because I didn't have a father. And when I met God, like for real, um, I think I was already saved because I did believe in Jesus. But going to that church and hearing them talk about God being a good God and a good father, I was so open to it so fast. And he filled so many holes in my life. And I just feel so thankful to, to be raising our kids knowing who God really is. Oh, goodness, sorry. <laughs> I'm just so thankful. Seriously, I'm, this, is, this is so important that we share this message with people just so that they can know who God is. God can fill those gaps of not having a mother or not having a husband or not having your father around or not having your siblings around or, or anyone that you, you know, may have lost. He, he's the one that fills those gaps, and you just have to be open to him and know that he is good and only good. Um, I love it what Clint, when Clint always says, that God created a whole planet for two people, for us to be a family and to live in that paradise together. I mean, when people talk negative about God and who he is, that I always remind them, God created an amazing place for us, and we messed it up. <laughs> um, and God's not a controlling God where he's going to control every move that we make. Um, But God, he always makes a way where there is no way, and he sent Jesus to fix all of our shortcomings and heal his original plan of having a family. And when God chose a woman to to be the one to give birth, that was no mistake. He knew that a woman would be filled with tenderness and have the perfect calming voice when needed. 
he knew that her creative hands could help with taking care of the children and always keeping it fun and full of laughter. He knew that women would be the best to do all the things needed to birth them, to raise them, to love them, and just to be the mom. Um, and the scripture came to mind, First uh, Peter 3, 4, and it says, You should be known for the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. So if you're feeling down about yourself, you know, for not for not thinking that you're the best mom. First of all, get off Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> because stop comparing yourself and you know, just lean into that love of God. He wants to love you and fill you up enough to be the mom that he called you to be. Um, and just, just don't doubt yourself and your, your relationship with your kids. Just make that first. Um, just make that first and just, just know that you're loved more than anything by him. <laughs>